This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson. I'm here with NPR Music contributor Serena Toros. Hey, Stephen. Writer and host of Serious Rap Shit and Culture Cypher Radio, John Morrison. Hey, what's up, Stephen? And NPR Music's own Lars Gottrich. Hey, y'all. We're talking about the best new albums out today, starting with the English singer and musician Youngblood and his new self-titled album. This song is called Memories. I think I'm gonna choke. You know, Youngblood has been pretty adamant that this is not a pop punk album, but I feel like if you have that voice, like, I don't know what else you're singing. (laughs) Um, You know, he's pretty new to me. This is his third album. He's 25 years old. Uh, His debut came out in 2018. So he's been around for a little bit and he's, you know, piled up these cosigns with features from people like Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly and Denzel Curry and Willow on this song, Memories. Man, she's become something of a features queen. She's she really is. eating up this song. You know, I think this sounds a lot more mature than some of the other work he's put out. Um, it makes me think of something I call freshman year syndrome, which is like when you go to college or a new school, you're like 18, you're going out in the world meeting new people, and you start to notice that the way you grew up is maybe less normal than you thought it was. And you have to start dealing with, you know, some of your own issues and and your own pain. And I think his earlier work maybe leaned a little bit too far onto pain. And this one, he's bringing in, you know, he's at the age where he's ready to laugh about it as well as cry about it. And so you get danceable songs like Tissues. And it's, it's overall just a more cohesive body of work. Yeah, I think there's a lot of coming into who you are on this record a little bit. You know, he, he's been open about his ADHD, about queerness, about trauma and abuse and suicide attempts. But I, I think that you're right. I think this record really is kind of coming into your own where that's a part of your life, but it doesn't encompass your entire experience. You're, you're kind of starting to discover like who you are and who you want to be as kind of a more fully rounded person. 
I don't know. It's it's interesting when you look at the people he's worked with. You know, he's worked with Travis Barker. He's worked with Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons. And it's like, this is kind of plugging into a genre that doesn't necessarily get a ton of critical shine, but has enormous resonance with a very, very broad audience. I mean, I don't really listen to the radio anymore. I don't own a car, so I'm not <laughs> out on the road. That is uh, where I hear Machine Gun Kelly the most. Exactly. But I totally, I was like, this would have been on the air. I would have heard songs on this album, like right alongside you know, that Fall Out Boy song like Centuries. Remember me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Youngblood. His new self-titled album is out today. Let's go next to Psalm 1 and Custom Made. They've got a new album called Big Perm. This song is called Cristal Jr. I told him I'm approaching it different this time. Okay. Sweaty the sweatiest. She told me when I get off stage, your panties the wettiest. No need to second guess who the big bitch in the settlement. My neck, my back, my shoulder. I love to make it slow burn. I'll take that pack of custom beats and put them in a smoker. Had a dream, I saved the day and woke up feeling bolder. Fuck a vulture. Why the goofy get so pressed when I got my bread up? The music got y'all so stressed. Get your fucking webs up. Okay, okay, I confess. I'm so fucking fed up. I shut my mouth and keep my head on these fucking rollouts. You so loud, you getting choked. Psalm 1. She's a veteran MC from Chicago. She's made a ton of fantastic records since the early 2000s. And this latest album, Big Perm, is actually a collaboration with the producer Custom Made. And the album is it's partially inspired by Madam C.J. Walker, a black woman who built her own hair care empire in the early 1900s. And that kind of spirit of fierceness and like independence and carving your own path that comes up a lot throughout this album big perm and thematically she's really touching on a lot of different subjects throughout the record there's a little bit of spirituality there's a lot of sex in this record self-determination and then you know with the production the beats hit hard and although she's talking about a lot of serious shit on these songs it's a fun record I love a one rapper, one producer album. I love how they can conceive an entire concept, an entire sound. And someone's delivery comes from her chest. You can you can feel it rumbling in her chest. And the nice contrast of that custom made production does the same. It's bass heavy, but then there are these little sounds that kind of like tickle your ear and take you out of the mode for just a bit to kind of like lighten the mood, which is like perfect on a song like Pitchfork Score. <laughs> but it talks about when you're talking about a little bit john of doing the hard work and it's one of those songs where it could just be somebody griping about a score that they got from Pitchfork, but instead it's part of the through line of the thing she's trying to tell us. One thing that really impressed me about her in this album is just that she knows her instruments so well. 
I think, you know, there's a lot of rappers out right now who have like actually beautiful singing voices and can really nail that hook with with a melodic rap. And, you know, she doesn't necessarily have that, but she really sells the hooks and the choruses which, with attitude and articulation. Like she's got like a Broadway theater level articulation where, you know, if you get one shot to say the line so that people can understand what you're talking about, like I didn't need to look at the lyric sheet for this at all. I, I heard the entire story. And it kind of felt like an album where someone you just met has something really urgent to tell you and they're staring you in the eye the whole time and if you look away they stop the story it just really felt up close and present yeah it's not necessarily something that you have never heard on a song but the way she does it you know what i mean like i I love an mc that has like presence psalm one and custom made their new album is called big perm let's go next naturally to megadeth megadeth has a new album called the sick the dying dot 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 and the dead this song is night stalkers The sick, the dying, dot, 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 and the dead. I love how Dave Mustang gives us a little callback to the early days of Megadeth with the ellipses. Gotta have the ellipses. Uh, Killing is my business, dot, 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 and business is good. (laughs) He sells, dot, dot, dot. Who's buying? But who's buying? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Megadeth has been a metal band for as long as I've been alive. So they're 39 years old. Dave Mustang is 60 years old. He started this band when he was 20 years old. And he's the only original member of this band. There's just been a revolving door over the last 39 years. But the thing that is consistent about Dave is his commitment to the riff. Even if the album is not good, even if the song is a little bit boring, the riff is still exciting. It is still thrilling. And you hear that in this record. It is frenetic. It is fiery. And I think uh, that's due in large part because Kiko Guerrero is the lead guitarist. He has a very melodic and kind of wavy style to his guitar solos that contrasts with kind of the phonetic riffing of Dave Mustaine. And it really works to their advantage because you need that push and pull metal. It can't just be blasting all the time. There's some melody and some hooks to what's going on. Now, don't think too much about the lyrics on this record. Um, You know, Dave Mustaine, he's talking about the same stuff he always has, war, death, and society. But man, I found myself really, really loving this album. You know, you talk about the the subject matter is the is the same, and it's you know society and war and all that. But it's also, I think, informed by Dave Mustaine's battle with throat cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had a very, very, very serious health scare, and so that 
experience is coming into play in some of these songs and in these lyrics. And it is a pleasure to hear this band kind of, I mean, I say revitalized. I mean, their last record in 2016, Dystopia, did very, very well, won a Grammy. You know, they, they've certainly continued to be successful over the years. And, you know, Lars, you mentioned this band's been around, was it as long as you've been alive or longer? Yep. But, you know, I'm a little older than you. And so a couple of those albums, you know, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good, Peace Sells But Who's Buying, those really informed my teen years in a big way. And I, I still have have such a soft spot for Megadeth. I just put Megadeth on a mixtape for my daughter. So, so you know, I, I'm delighted to see this band around and back and thriving, and I'm delighted that he's beaten throat cancer. And you hear that in his voice, too. His voice has definitely gotten a bit craggier. But you know what? The thing that I have learned to especially love with metal veterans is that metal just gets better with age. It is like a really stinky, weird loud bottle of wine it just needs time to get really gross but that's what you want you want metal supposed to be gross <laughs> well on that note megadeth's new album is called the sick the dying dot 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 and the dead we've still got a few more records that we want to play for new music friday but first let's take a quick break support for this podcast and the following message come from lagunitas brewing company since 1993, Lagunitas has been challenging the status quo, brewing innovative beer, and crafting stories along the way. Featuring a wide range of craft brews, cult classics, and non-alcoholic options, there's a seat at the bar for everyone. Bring the dog, too. Lagunitas Brewing Company. Because every great song deserves a great beer. It's good to have friends. Learn more at Lagunitas.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Stephen Thompson, and we're looking at some of the best new albums out today, September 2nd. Next up is Living Hour. The band Living Hour has a new album called Someday Is Today. This song, which features Jay Som, is called Feelings Meeting. Canadian four-piece from Winnipeg and I'll be honest it took me a minute to kind of figure out what this album was doing because I really liked the tunefulness of a song like that feelings meeting with these like big fuzzy guitars and interesting little noodly guitar lines on songs like December Forever but the album as a whole doesn't really sound like that 
And once I started parsing out the lyrics and the thematic elements, it all started taking shape, particularly when I heard the end of the song Hump. lead vocalist Sam Sardi sings, it feels like I'm watching my car's orange check engine light turn on. I'm stalled over bridges for my whole life. And that suspended feeling, that fear of being stuck, of imminent breakdown, is kind of built into the sound of the album. It's just kind of this resigned acceptance that it's something's going to happen. You, you can't really stop it. It's got some big low vibes. It's got some big codeine vibes. Galaxy 500, so you know, just just checking up all my boxes. I know Steven's boxes too. Yeah, I mean, I had the same reaction you did, Lars, of just checking off boxes from bands I loved in the early '90s and still love to this day. I mean, you hear your slow dive, you hear a little bit of My Bloody Valentine billowing out in some of those guitars. I think the song Nobody really reminded me of Low, uh, like early Low, which is you know one of my, coming from me, that is a very, very, very high compliment. That's one of my favorite bands of all time. So I love this record. This is a record to really get lost in. That's Living Hour. Their new album is called Someday Is Today. We're going to close out this week's show with a lightning round, but first we've got one more pick. It's a new set from the legendary electro-pop band Stereolab. It's called Pulse of the Early Brain, subtitled Switched On Volume 5. This song is called Laissez-Faire. Stereo Lab, Pulse of the Early Brain, Switched On Volume 5. This is the fifth installment of the Switched On series in which uh, Stereo Lab compiles a bunch of like non-album tracks from various EPs. There's demos on here, live recordings, remixes, all kind of stuff. And I feel like if you like Stereo Lab and you're already invested in this kind of retro but future sweet but also synthetic brand of of pop music then this right here is perfect for you and you'll love it i don't know if it's something that'll sell a (laughs) non-stereo lab person (laughs) but as somebody who's enjoyed their music since high school which was a million years ago for me this is right up my alley you know i had a friend who once told me that he started listening to Stereo Lab in high school, and I said, "That's BS. Nobody's that cool. <laughs> Nobody's that cool." 
I just think about how different young Lars would have been if he had gotten to Stereo Lab when <laughs> yeah. he was 15 years old. I went to high school in the mid 90s, so <laughs> they were they were very popular at that point. I mean, the thing about Stereo Lab is that they are a record collector's band. It is a band that inspires record collectors. And I just think about some of the songs that are featured on this compilation. They do a cover of The Gods, which was like the original freakout band of like the 60s and 70s. Very obscure group. And so you listen to that, it's like, oh, this is sick. I should listen to The Gods. It freaking rocks. And I don't know. I think if, you, if you've never heard Stereo Lab and you jump around on this compilation, I think you'd find something to love because they're all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I came to this knowing the name Stereo Lab, but not having ever personally interacted with any of their work. And I was very, very confused for a hot second. <laughs> Good. I didn't, it didn't fully, uh, I didn't fully realize that this was more of a, a compilation of scattered music than it was like its own project. I was like, there's no cohesion to this at all. Um, but you're totally right, Lars, that there were like several things that stood out to me. And they also just have great names like Spool of Collusion or Symbolic Logic of Now. Yeah, it did remind me of like when I first got into a band like Craftwork, where there's just this alternative vision of the future you can find by going to music made in the past. That's Stereolab. Their new album is called Pulse of the Early Brain, Switched On, Volume 5. We couldn't get to every worthwhile album out September 2nd, so we're going to give you a quick lightning round of some of the other releases out today. John Morrison, hit me. Yeah, I've been rocking with Shrapnel. Shrapnel is the duo of... Premrock and Curly Castro and their new album Metal Lung is hard as nails. The bars are surreal and slick. The production is top notch. It's perfect. Consider this apex predator. Mike Tyson in the middle of the ring. Set it up in the words of the great portal. Megala, wetsuit, stitch, John Wick, parabellum cut, shrapnel, console blade, so luxurious. Diamonds from the snacks, all said they were spurious. Tyrone, race car, couldn't park serious. Aria was faceless, ran into Namiria, point blank. All right, Lars Godrich hit me. I want to keep it weird for all the people <laughs> out there since we just came out of Stereo Lab. Bill Orcutt has been making loud abrasive, deranged music for over 30 years. But in the last decade, Bill Orcutt has taken to developing his craft on the solo guitar. His latest record is called Music for Four Guitars, and it is exactly that. It's him layering himself, and it hits that abrasiveness, but in kind of like an unmeditative way. But Bill Orchetta is still finding new ways to play the guitar that I didn't know that you could. All right, Serena Toros, how about you? Another discovery for me this week is a band called Bubble Tea and Cigarettes. Their debut album is called There's Nothing But Pleasure. Street, the wind of spine. 
They're a duo based in New York. This is a huge recommended, if you like, cigarettes after sex. There's these dreamy soundscapes, wispy vocals, you know, the occasional meandering guitar solo. It was really, really addicting. So I am a fan of the Philly band The Front Bottoms, which is a folk punk band with a terrible, terrible name. Their songs are a fantastic mix of scream-along choruses and big, catchy riffs and these lyrics that are really weird and wordy and nervy and evocative. Their songs are kind of introspective and cathartic at the same time. They've got a new EP out, and it's the latest in a series of EPs the band has put out in recent years. Each one reworks songs from the Front Bottoms' early years, and each one is named for a band member's grandma. Uh, This new EP is called Teresa. So I will That'll do it for New Music Friday. Serena Toros, John Morrison, Lars Godrich, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, guys. Thanks, y'all. If you want to hear all the music we've featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of other great new music out today, we've got expanded playlists in Apple Music and on Spotify. Search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist in either of those apps. Don't forget to bookmark the Now Playing blog at NPR Music that's packed with song recommendations that'll help you stay caught up on great new music. You'll also want to sign up for NPR Music's weekly newsletter. It is put together by the fantastic Marissa LaRusso. To subscribe, go to npr.org slash music newsletter. This week's show has been produced and edited by Robin Hilton. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Stephen Thompson, encouraging you to be well, take a break, and treat yourself to lots of great music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. On this week's Wild Card, we talk with Issa Rae about those moments where our lives could have gone another direction. Definitely wasn't supposed to be with that guy at all. At all. But I still think about it. I'm Rachel Martin. Issa Rae tells us how to make peace with the path not taken. That's on the Wild Card podcast from NPR, the game where cards control the conversation. 